0: Welcome to episode one twenty four of chew on this a uh, nerd united podcast i 'm dj Vic. so this is exciting folks. We are at our we 're at like we 're at the academies we're, this is our second annual uh, chewy awards uh, two thousand and eighteen so it 's very exciting. These are all the movies that we watch during the year uh, so this uh, the chewy awards the second annual Chewy awards is brought to you by us in <laughs> patreon. Yeah. So uh, please check out patreon.com forward slash chew on this podcast, and you can sponsor us for as little as a dollar a month. We have a lot of exciting, cool things coming up, uh, I think, in this summer. Uh, so it would be really helpful to us. So that's dot com forward slash chew on this podcast. And we are going to mention Wawa here again. We're in, what, March 2018?
1: So we've been trying to get Wawa out here on the West Coast. The hashtag is West Coast Wawa. Please repost it so they can finally make us stop doing this promo.
0: And where are we at in this uh, in this situation? Have they gotten any closer? That's why. What, what do you think? We keep doing it. <laughs> like every time I look at Wawa, they're like they're like opening somewhere else, and I'm like, wait, yeah. what are you doing? No, no, I said West Coast. <laughs> Don't go south. Yeah. <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> so this is our second annual chewy awards uh, these are all the movies that we watched all year long you're not going to see stuff like um i mean even though we watch lady bird and we watch some other you know films that are in the in the you know in the oscars and whatnot we are are doing the ones that kind of uh are more i guess nerdy <laughs> uh more and it than stood out to us and stood out for us um Kind of the underdogs, I guess you could say, some of these. Uh, but but we also have different categories uh, than normal award shows. So uh, let's start with uh, – <laughs> this is a new category this year. This yeah, is the – this is uh, Give Me More, the Give Me More Award. And it's only going to go to one movie. There's no uh, five movies in this category to choose from. There's just one movie that for me and you stood out um, – I want we want more of John Wick. So John Wick two, you get the Give Me More Award. It's the uh it's the first annual Give Me More Award too, so be happy that you got the very first one. That's very true. And we want more. We want John Wick three, so we're excited. Uh and All then right, there's so the opposite the, side of the spectrum. <laughs> for,
1: <laughs> so we got the Please Stop Award. Um this goes to Movies that just keep churning out sequels, um, and we'd like it to stop. So, <laughs> the first annual "Please Stop" award goes to Pirates of the Caribbean. Please and, stop making these movies,
0: and that's uh, stop Dead Men Tell No Tales. Yeah that
1: that that's what this year was, but the whole the whole campaign, the whole of franchise, more. Yeah, yeah. Stop, stop having. I, I think at this point, Johnny Depp could be jack sparrow in his sleep
0: (laughs) so many times you know i know Um, and it's starting to get tiring too it looks like he's phoning it in at this point it just doesn't look like they're having really all that much fun it just looks like a paycheck just cha-ching you know, essentially, yeah, it's a really expensive
1: paycheck, <laughs> but because really, it's really good special effects all the time.
0: You know, what I'm really surprised is that we didn't have. um I think we discussed this off podcast. We didn't have the Transformers in there, but then I remember you saying that they are stopping <laughs> is because they kicked Michael Bay out, so they're they're rebooting that whole thing. I guess. That's what I hope. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> that's what he said. You're like, based on that, <laughs> we're gonna we'll yeah, give the award to somebody that. else. <laughs>
1: Yeah. All right. I, I want more of I want more of Transformers, just not from him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want more Star Wars, but just not what. So we, just got. <laughs> we would.
1: We, so actually, if we were to give it an award, it would be please give me more of Transformers, but please stop with Michael Bay. They like combine <laughs> the award. Transformers would win both.
0: <laughs> that's that's good. We should have done that. Uh, okay. Well, you take the. Uh, you got the, All right, so got the next right.
1: uh, the next award we got is effects. Uh, a lot of the movies we watch um, have effects in them, even like the simple some drama movies too. So <clears throat> for nominations of the best uh, effects, it's uh, King Kong, Skull Island, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, Valerian, The Last Jedi, and Thor Ragnarok. Okay, so. Anything we want to mention about these movies before we move on? We didn't talk a lot about Valerian, I don't think, or King Kong, actually.
0: I thought King Kong was great because Kong – big monster movies generally don't look great. That one looked fantastic. I thought Kong looked amazing. Um, In Guardians of the Galaxy, I mean, that's just a straight-up Marvel film set in space. Uh, A lot of cool stuff going on in there. It looks pretty seamless, but I wasn't too big on the whole ego thing. But still, everything else looked great. Or um, bubbly, bubbly death wave, <laughs> yeah, blob exactly. Blob thing, yeah. Valerian uh, just looked gorgeous. Um, the Last Jedi, of course, we always have to include that because just for sort of like magic's just always at the top of their game, and uh, and Thor Ragnarok was another one I thought was was pretty good. I mean, the Hulk looked good. All the the secondary characters that were, the gladiators looked really good, but um, it was kind of a. I mean, we both kind of agreed right away what the what the winner should be which is funny because it's the movie that we least liked in this category and within these movies definitely but the but but you can't deny how amazing you know the special effects were and that that's valerian um just based on that i mean just uh they did some innovative stuff and just based on the um that market scene uh, it's that was really really clever and really cool um yeah i mean it created a whole new world we'd
1: never seen before um, and and all the other movies, although great, uh, especially Kong, um, we've kind of seen that before. Like for Kong, it's just a bigger version of Caesar, you know, basically. <laughs> yeah. So we've seen that effects just done on that scale. Um, you know, The Last Jedi, they're always amazing effects. But I feel like they do it so well that it's so seamless that you don't even realize like what it is anymore that they do because you never get real bad effects out of um, you know, out of a Star Wars movie, right. right? Valerian just built this entire
0: what, actually galaxy. Oh, uh, just the um, the scene with uh, Rihanna was amazing. That whole like dance thing um, and her you know changing and all this, that was all seamless. It was it was just great. Right, really good stuff. Wait, so I don't think I announced the winner, but it, it kind of sounds so weird already gave it away, right? Um,
1: <laughs> so the best effects, the the chewy word for best effects for 2018 goes to Valerian um basically for everything we just said um it was just a gorgeous movie if you just want to sit back and just awe at visuals
0: pop that it's it's worth the rent just for the visuals yeah yeah i think so too it's not not a great movie but it, i mean i i he made fifth element right and i enjoyed the hell out of fifth element um yeah i like that too but uh this movie just i don't know it tried too hard um Worst effects. Okay, so I got the worst effects category. Uh, so, okay, so we got Justice League. You know, if you look at the whole um, the mustache controversy, I mean, that's what landed it. It's not just the mustache. I know, I know. It's uh, Steppenwolf. Uh, you know, some other other things. Uh, mostly those two things. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, there were at times where Beast just looked bad. Looked really bad.
1: Um, yeah, they should have got the people who did Kong.
0: Oh, for sure. Or or uh, Planet of the Apes, you know. Right, exactly. Because um, those are just you believe, you know, those things exist. Um, which, how come we didn't have best effects for War of the Planet of the Apes, I wonder. Uh, uh, not enough room. So, worst effects, uh, Power Rangers. Uh, Goldar put them in, <laughs> in that position. Oh, my God. This Goldar that was, was yeah. awful.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: uh Fate of the Furious, you know, the these movies we probably should have that in the police stop category as well, but I think they're going to stop getting, after two more. Soon. Yeah. Uh but they the but just it's just getting more and more ridiculous and and the the special effects were not good in this one. It's like they need to there needs to be more time in between these movies to kind of really flesh them out. Um, and
1: scope the scale down a little bit.
0: Yeah, it's gotten way over the. I mean, you're, you're having cars jumping over submarines and shit. It's, it's weird. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, we have the Great Wall, which, you know, I I remember seeing the the trailer for that, and I was intrigued not because of the the whole whitewashing thing, but because of the the fact that I I hadn't seen anything like you know or heard anything like that um, about. Creatures Attacking the Great Wall and all that. It just sounded really cool to me. And then I watched it and I was like, that was pretty, that was like Suicide Squad bad. I didn't like um, the creature effects and stuff like that weren't great. Um, And it was an expensive movie. It was like one of the most expensive movies that China's ever funded or something like that. It it was, Yeah. and it was ridiculous. Um, Matt Damon can't save you guys, so. Uh, As (laughs) believable
1: as, As believable as Damon was for uh, the Bourne series, this is like – this would be the equivalent of if the Bourne series didn't work. This is the Jason Bourne would have (laughs) got.
0: Jason Bourne in China fighting creatures.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Save us Matt Damon.
0: Matt Damon. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right. So I'll take – okay, we're going to move on. We're moving along to best and worst diversity.
1: Well, we never actually oh we winner, didn't I effect. didn't
0: give the winner Everyone, <laughs> I'm like I'm like, man, I might as well work for the Oscars right now <laughs> it's like <laughs> at
1: least she didn't announce the wrong winner,
0: yeah, they're all skipping shit <laughs> they're yeah. like it's not important. let's move on um let's yeah, keep going well uh justice League for sure wins uh the the worst effects awards for so many reasons, but the biggest two. I mean, Steppenwolf did not look good, and and second, or the but the main reason is just oh my god! I mean, they did such a shitty job on on Superman and the and Homecoming, Superman Homecoming at the beginning of it. That's one of the things that you up. don't
1: get out of a Snyder film is bad CG, and and I'll actually defend Snyder on this. This was not his fault. No. So anytime you see fake mustache, Henry Cavill. That's an added scene that Whedon put in.
0: Well, then you could argue that it was his fault because he he messed it up. <laughs> they had to give it to somebody I guess. else. guess. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I guess I'm like, yeah. Obviously, if he didn't suck first,
0: <laughs> like, but. like if you're gonna do reshoots or pickup shoots, it's gonna be something something minor, not not <laughs> major like that.
1: Yeah, do it where you can, you know, film Batman in a fucking broad daylight in a town hall meeting. <laughs>
0: Because <laughs> that was added that shit that, was added, oh yeah, yeah, it's terrible a lot uh, a lot of it was longer so uh, we we're we're now into the new or to, well these are categories we had last year, so we got uh, best diversity, and we got the worst diversity, and you know we we like to champion diversity, inclusion, representation uh, we 're very, very big on that, so this is an important um, you know award, and if we 're going to look at best diversity. We're we're only looking at one movie, by the way. We're not looking at five or ten or whatever. So the 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 best diversity award goes to Power Rangers, simply because they did such a good job casting uh, the Power Ranger actors for this movie, and they're all, I mean, not even just different ethnicities, but like I think one had you know was uh, what autistic or had Asperger's. I mean, they they really. Um, I think one one person was like depressed and had like you know family issues. They really did a good job fleshing these characters out, um, but they also did a good job casting these characters, uh, and there it's a very diverse cast. Um, I think they would. Yeah, I mean, it like- basically looks like it kind of looks like if you just went to high school. Well,
1: unless you were in like Texas or something, but like most <laughs> most of the high schools or colleges that you go to, they're going to be diverse. I mean, that's what America is, right? So right. So, um, so,
0: and it wasn't. I mean, and it I, wasn't. I think you explained earlier too. It wasn't in your face either. It's not like, oh, we got no, to no. Token, this person, seem, token this person, token this person. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, <clears throat> they they definitely broke the mold on that. I mean, hopefully, the best diversity in the future will, you know, we'll call it, you know, most realistic award or <laughs> most American award, right? right. Most American, American looking award. film award um, <laughs> yeah. instead of diversity. Yes, um, I agree. So on the the opposite side of that, we've got Worst Diversity. And this was kind of a tough category because it felt like 2017 was really trying to look American. I'm just going to say that. I should just say that from now on. Um, Try to look more American. And for some reason, in the future, it's a lot of white people. And we gave this award for the Worst Diversity to Blade Runner 2049. Yep. Um, This movie looked great. The cinematography in this movie is just gorgeous. Bonkers, yeah. Um, But you take a world where it's heavily influenced by Japanese characters and writings all over, the food, and there's not a major supporting character or major actor or actress that have a big role in this movie.
0: No, because in the future, because – In the future, our president got rid of all immigrants. So it's just all white people in the future.
1: Well, apparently you guys – well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe (laughs) maybe Blade Runner is in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe.
0: Uh, Oklahoma.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, okay, so the worst diversity leads us into the whitewashing award. This is a new category. Yes. So when we were trying to figure out worst diversity – Blade Runner had really bad diversity, but we felt like we needed to address the whitewashing issue that happens almost every year. Right. Um, So there wasn't really any whitewashing in this in Blade Runner. It wasn't like, you know, Ryan Gosling's, you know, name in the movie was like some Japanese name. Right, right. Well, in the next movie that actually wins the whitewashing award is The Ghost in the Shell.
0: Yeah, that was the whole reason for actually coming up with the category was because of that movie. (laughs) <laughs> Congrats. You cannot.
1: This movie is like the whitewashing inception. There's whitewashing in the real like our world. There's whitewashing inside the movie as well. And then they actually go further and explain the whitewashing in the movie.
0: So right. they've explained it three times. And, like for, for something they just didn't need to do. Right. And it's the worst explanation that you could ever come up with. You know, it, it, there's just no excuse for that. Um, I think Bernardin said it well. He's like if you are going to have somebody who is Japanese who wakes up in a white person's body, you should tackle that instead of just like, well, I guess – that's weird and then just keep going you know it's like (laughs) you're gonna have some you're gonna have some mental ramifications for that and then the handling of the you know japanese customs too which again i i didn't know a lot of that stuff but after reading about it and and have all these explanations i was like oh wow they these writers had no fucking clue what they were doing they didn't consult with anyone. They didn't even have like, no, you know, anyone on the crew was Japanese. <laughs> Would probably be like, uh, we shouldn't let them. We know. shouldn't do this. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, this is bad. <laughs> this is bad. This is gonna piss
1: off some people. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's kind of crazy where you're making a movie. You know, you want to say American adapted? That's fine. Say that, but. But keep it keep it reasonable. Yeah. The movie is based on, the movie is basically you know it's based on the anime, but it also explores like, you know, human psyche and stuff like that, right?
0: Yeah. And they
1: actually escaped the fact that they whitewashed the character and didn't explore what what would happen in a human psyche. Yeah. So the movie that's about human psyche fucks up on the biggest human psyche issue there is in the movie: waking up a different color. Right. Like just imagine if you're white, imagine you woke up black. If you're black, imagine you you woke up white or you, you know Asian or Mexican, whatever. Just imagine that, and it's fucking crazy. And this movie doesn't do anything for it other than there's like a you to I mean, I still haven't watched this movie to the, to this day. But you told me about a scene where uh, they they the Scarlett Johansson meets up with his Japanese mom or has a memory with his Jap- Japanese mom yep. or something.
0: Yeah. Shows up to her house. To
1: explain the, they explain the whitewashing. Yeah, it's fucking stupid.
0: Yeah, and and again, the way they handle it, even inside the movie, was so bad, just absolutely bad. They and the other thing is, they didn't really even need. I mean, that aside, they they didn't even need Scarlett Johansson. There was all that talk about, oh, they need like a, a big headliner, and she's a big headliner, and all that stuff. She's completely ineffective in that movie. In fact. Her acting's really weird in it. She was like pretending to be a robot, pretending to be a robot or something. I don't know. It's really weird. She's like limping around and like looking like really weird with the way she walks around. The whole thing is bizarre. The whole movie is absolutely bizarre and wrong and completely off. And you could tell immediately by the advertising campaign. That's why people didn't buy it. People didn't buy it from the beginning. So it it was completely ineffective and dumb and they spent way too much money on that movie. So anyway, yeah, I mean, basically, it's it's a bad movie on face value. Yep. And then you add the whitewashing shit on top. Of exactly. It. So I mean, fuck, if
1: you're, like I said, I said before, if you're going to fucking whitewash something and piss me off, at least make it good. Oh, yeah. You know, at exactly. least make it good.
0: Exactly. Yep. So I totally
1: because uh, if you make it shitty, you're like, well, fuck, if you're worried about an Asian dude making it shitty, then
0: what the food gives a shit. Like, <laughs> you just had a. they might as well um, just had you ball make it. Just just give it to him and, you know. Yeah. Or have up. Michael Bay direct you a ball in it. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you bitches. That'd be awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that brings us to, so marketing. Marketing. You know, how how are these movies being marketed? You know, last year I think we gave it to Deadpool yep. for, for good reason because that thing is so well marketed. Um, last year there's one movie that stood out again this is just there 's not a bunch of movies there 's just one that we just picked but there 's one movie that stood out that creeped the fuck out of us number one and number two people i 'm not a big horror film fan, but this movie but the trailer and everything the the marketing to it made me want to go see it and uh that was it so the the best marketing award goes to it, and especially oh my god, like that scene where he's popping up out of the water in the basement and then he comes flailing after you scared the God. shit out of me in the trailer, but it made me go like, fuck, I gotta go see that movie. That looks dope. You know, that, that guy's just amazing.
1: Um, yeah, I remember the, the trailer and there's been a few trailers that have like scared the fuck out of me. Um, <laughs> that make me say like, I'm not going to go see that movie. And I don't cause I'm a pussy when it comes to horror movies. But when it came to it, like remember watching it on the miniseries um it had a nostalgia value to me and and i thought it was so brilliant how they showed the clips that they showed like did every clip if you go back to the first trailer or every trailer after it just scares the fuck out of you it is <laughs> creepy as hell
0: yeah it just but it, it it just looked like a a well done, polished you know horror movie that I was kind of looking for, because I'm not again I'm not a big horror film, but like stuff like, you know I enjoyed Get Out and Split and all that. But it I thought was was just pure, um, I don't know, just just pure cinema. You know, I just I I love that movie.
1: Uh, um, well, that brings us to the worst marketing. Yes. So the worst marketing for 2018 is the mummy the first trailer that they showed you told you the entire fucking movie yep the whole movie told you everything you needed to know and it was better than the movie itself <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i so that's a movie i haven't seen yet so you you said that so the the big reveal is that tom hank or tom hanks Tom Cruise dies essentially in that plane crash. Like he dies, right? And then the mummy resurrects him to be what, like her her right hand man or something like that, something like that. He's basically the key to
1: unlocking all of her powers or some shit. I don't know why that just that sounds is. And through sex, through sex. <laughs>
0: It's got a magic dick. Uh, yeah, it's got I'm the pretty magic pretty sure Tom Cruise that. dick.
1: <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. It's Mission Impossible. It is, it's probably. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, be- it's probably better than the movie itself. But I hate trailers that tell you the whole fucking movie.
0: I yeah, hate them. I, well, it, and this was ridiculous. I think there's no twists. I think the people that made the movie felt that the audience was stupid, and they couldn't like put out a trailer that was going to you know uh draw us in. I mean, when I saw the trailer, I, it just looked like Tom Cruise was way out of place. He just didn't look like he belonged in that movie. Like he should have been. In- no,
1: his character does not belong in this movie. His his reasoning for being in this movie is fucking so stupid. Wow. It's so dumb. Yeah. So, anyway, the, if you saw the trailer, you saw the movie. Don't waste your time. <laughs>
0: All right, let's okay, so this stuff. leads to
1: one of our our one of my favorite categories. Uh, I love animation. Yes, um, I'm still I, you know, binge watch Voltron again this this weekend, um, and also Rick and Morty's third season. But uh, so best animated movie for 2018, we've got the nominations are Despicable Me three, Lego Batman, Coco, Captain Underpants, and Boss Baby.
0: So what did you think of? Uh, I thought Despicable Me three actually was. Was a step in the right direction, I thought the second one wasn't very good um yeah i wasn't a I, I definitely like the third one a lot better, yeah, than the second one i liked I kind of like the direction that they're going, although that's kind of getting, gonna start getting long in the tooth too like Shrek and all those well
1: they what what really kind of is annoying is that they've gone away from the kids so much, yeah in in to spiggle me two and three um the The great part about the first movie is the endearing love that he has for the kids and the kids have for him. And they kind of just make them background characters in the second one, even more so in the third one.
0: Yeah. I didn't like that aspect either. They're kind of focusing on him being bad or struggling with, you know, being a, a family man and all that, which that's all great drama and stuff like that. But the kids do get kind of shoved by the wayside. And so right. if they're going to do another one, which I, I'm sure they're going to, cause this is like the most, I think this franchise has made more money than any other animated franchise. So yeah. There, I'm sure we'll see a Despicable Me 4 and another Minions movie, I'm, I assume. Right. Um, Let's, so we got the Lego Batman movie. This was on your top ten list
1: of last year. Yes. Um, and it did really well in the box office. It was very highly rated. Uh, I felt like by the time I went to go see it, uh, it was already talked about so much. Um, it Over was high. funny. It's, 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 you know what? I've, yeah. But since then, I've seen it two or three times, and it's so much better now. Yeah. Than it was when I first saw it.
0: I I have to agree. I I waited like a good six, seven months or whatever till I watched it again. And I enjoyed, I enjoyed it sitting at home with my kids watching it. You know, it was, it is pretty funny. And there's so many Easter eggs to, to the other Batman movies and series that, that are just a mile a minute. So that's kind of fun to watch all that. Um, Coco is, is just goddamn gorgeous. Um, And, uh, and they focus on you know a number of things a different culture they focus on music they focus on family there's all these mini themes going on that uh, because Pixar are fucking geniuses you know when it comes to this stuff um, you know inside out was the other one that i just absolutely love um, besides uh, the incredible's uh, did you see captain underpants it's actually on I did. Ne- it's actually on netflix now it's pretty cute i yeah, actually enjoyed yeah it.
1: i liked it um, It's it's pretty fun movie um, there's a lot of poop jokes in it which you think <laughs> yeah. a 39-year-old wouldn't find funny but I thought that they were hilarious poop jokes.
0: Yeah, they were pretty um,
1: funny. There's a there's a great innocence to this movie even though it's about, you know, some guy who has superpowers in his underpants <laughs> there's still something funny about this movie i think i thought it was pretty cool it's a different style of animation too yeah um even though it's computer generated but the the way it looks there's nothing like it out there
0: it's almost um, uh, remind me of jimmy neutron a little bit the animation a but, little but a little bit better.
1: uh yeah. the the, f- the humor was funnier um i hope they make a second one because i i want to see the further adventures of captain underpants
0: <laughs> well you never know
1: um and then there's Boss Baby closes out the nominations. What do you yeah. think of this movie? We never talked about I,
0: this movie. You know, I, I, I saw it in the theater. I, I, saw it, um, I saw it again recently. I think it's on Netflix. Um, and I liked it. I, 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 did, like the, I did like it. Um, the first time, I don't think I liked it as much. The second time around, something about sitting at home and being able to watch these movies is better with for some movies. And this is another one where I thought, if I didn't see this in the theater and I saw this at home, I would have loved it. I'd have been like, this is awesome, but because like yeah. it's not, it's not. I mean, we might as well say what the winner is, because it's right. so far from that. <laughs> you know, like right. anytime yeah. you see those type of movies, you want to pay for it, seen on the big screen. Boss Baby and Captain Underpants are one of those movies that just does great on the on the small screen at home. You know, so what's uh, what? all
1: right? So the 2018 Best Animated Movie Award. Uh, The Chewy Goes to Coco. I mean, this movie is so great. And you know what's great about this movie is that it doesn't serve it up in a stupid way for kids. Yeah, It doesn't go out of its way to tell you, like, hey, this is not your American culture. (laughs) This is not (laughs) what you're you're used to. And they show it in a way where it's like, you know what? I I don't need any exposition to tell you any of this. I mean, there is exposition. There's that... Beginning where they're talking about the family, but it's just about the family. Yep, it's not like we live in Mexico because of blah blah blah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> right, know, like, exactly. They just serve it up into a way to a kid. So like, this is just the, this is just it. This is where it is. Deal with it. And it's it. it made me think like I can't wait um, to see Mulan. Uh, I'm hoping that like I feel that same mm-hmm. joy that I've I felt watching Coco and like the 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 shot in Coco where they. Uh, where they're walking into the underworld and the it whole thing pans god, out oh it's, my god. Ho- it's so, it's so beautiful. So I I got I got emotional looking at that. I was like, "Oh my god, look at this. This is some this is not white culture on on TV and look I mean on on the movies and look how beautiful it looks and it made me think like I can't wait to see mine up there." Right. Um, so I'm hoping Mulan is not fucked over. Um but anyway, Coco was I um, I knew the second I finished watching Coco that it was going to win the award. Yeah. I, I mean, just oh, knew for it. For sure.
0: For sure. I think uh, last of, year was tougher. I think as of right now, it's it's winning some awards. Um,
1: yeah, it already won the Oscar for best animated. I yeah, mean, and it I had think no competition.
0: Original, original song too. Uh, the song oh, the yeah. songs that in that movie great. the songs in that movie are uh, amazing. Just absolutely. I mean, amazing. boss. I mean,
1: did you enjoy Boss Baby? You did, right?
0: I did. I did. I, I didn't think it was the greatest thing ever. I just enjoyed it. I just thought it was but, f- like every single
1: funny. every single movie in this category is so far behind Coco. Yes. You didn't stand a chance. There was no way Captain Underpants was ever going to come close
0: <laughs> to Coco. Well, it
1: wasn't even close. <laughs>
0: Cars 3, which was the other Pixar movie, was way far back from Coco.
1: Oh, that's how you serve up like <laughs> in representation poorly. Yeah. They ex- they dumbed it down. It's I fucking hate that series. Yeah, I don't know who keeps making those movies, but they're shit.
0: Please stop. They need to stop.
1: <laughs> yeah, the please stop award for next year will go to fucking cars. <laughs> like just stop doing them. Make cartoons and like make the make the not the cartoons not make the like made for TV movies. So right. I don't have to see shit for it.
0: Well, it's all about the, it's all about the damn toys.
1: I mean, they just make the toys, man. That's all. Just it fuck, is. Yeah, stay just, off the big screen.
0: Yeah, make the toys. You're
1: fucking, you're fucking up Pixar's overall t- rating. Every time, <laughs> every time a Cars movie comes out, the fucking rating for their overall like you know movies just take a dip. Yeah, like they spend two or three movies getting that those points system back up you know getting the Rotten tomatoes ratings back up and then a car move cars movie comes out and all the other cartoons like off fuck that goddamn lightning <laughs> queen. Kicks him in the teeth. <laughs> it's like, fucking, there. Yeah, listen to fucking Mater again, stupid fucks. <laughs> Ruining our ratings.
0: Who talks like that? <laughs> stupid dick. Uh, <laughs> Cars. Cars 3, the dick of animation. <laughs> the um, dick
1: of Pixar. <laughs> or Well, actually, that wouldn't be the dick be of the Pixar. It'd be, like, it be the It would be like the ward on your shaft. or like... <laughs>
0: Wart on the scrotum uh, keeps,
1: keeps coming back. Fuck! Every time you think it's gone, here comes another the, fucking car's wart. Uh,
0: three warts. Enough award goes to <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. The three warts award. That's awesome.
0: All right. Well, let's. That's, that that's for next us year. To, this brings us to a new category uh, called. Oh yeah, this is a fun category. <laughs> this is called the midi award. I, I actually I thought about like how the sausage is made award would have been fun, but this is better <laughs> because.
1: So it- basically, the midi Chlorine award is <laughs> yeah you explain is it. something is something like midi Chlorine's that ruins something that you love growing up. <laughs> so remember how you loved the force, how mystical it was. And then you could find it. Then, then all of a sudden, you—it's a virus. Found it was like a it basically like yeah, like a virus or some shit. An STD, like you got the force by getting it from somebody else
0: from the toilet. Like your parents, seat.
1: so like both your parents have midi chlorians, right? And then yep. they give it to the baby, who has now even more midi chlorians, right? So that's like they get super midi chlorians. So the same right. thing, if like they both had AIDS, you would get like super AIDS. Right, that's what's happening here. That's what midi chlorians did to the Force.
0: Yes. Right, you got an
1: STD baby, and you join the Jedi.
0: So, I mean, right? it's equivalent of like in, in Harry Potter. If they were to explain why you know people are muggles and why people are wizards, it would take the whole yeah. mystique out of it. Like, why do we need like, to know? Because that?
1: they because uh, because the, all the muggles don't eat a certain cookie.
0: Or something, <laughs> something like, like that.
1: Anybody who eats Oreos is a magician. <laughs> Anyone who eats, you know, uh, what's the fuck, Chips Ahoy, they're muggles.
0: <laughs> it might like, as well be something like that. I mean, it's it's just dumb, you know. Um, yeah, it's stupid. So the midichlorian award goes to so – so how does the midichlorian award uh, relate to in terms of movies like this particular? So basic
1: movie. oh, right. So basically – yeah, it basically, you take something that you love growing up. They decide to do something to it, alter it, and then fuck it up for every movie after that.
0: <laughs> so, for so you explained it earlier. That was, uh, you know, episode one. So, if like episode one right. came out last year, that would definitely win the Metacritic. So basically, Award.
1: when you watched episode one, <laughs> you could go back to how Ben Kenobi or Yoda is explaining the Force all beautifully in the forest, <laughs> and you're like. Well, no. I thought you got it by having unprotected sex.
0: <laughs> I thought I got it because two two people with the STD virus, yeah, fucked had I, me. And I paid and five I have credits it. <laughs> when I paid five credits for that fucking Tidarian. So the <laughs> the Midichlorian award goes to Alien Covenant. Which oh my god further. doesn't ever fucking midi chlorian deserve this shit? <laughs> because
1: this fucking movie, oh my god! They have you thought a- Prometheus fucked it up? <laughs> Holy shit!
0: <laughs> They're like, hold my beer, just hold on yeah, a second. <laughs> exactly,
1: Ridley Scott's like, no, I can fuck this up even more. It's my movie. I'll show you how to fuck it up.
0: <laughs> yeah, they have totally, I mean, completely messed up the alien lore now by doing this. Is all the equivalent? This, this is
1: this is basically Ridley Scott's equivalent to saying. You know, like to his kid, he's like, you know, don't matter to me. I'll make another one that just looks like you, right? But it, it ends up being more retarded. <laughs> it's alien. A covenant. copy of a copy. <laughs> yeah, a copy of a copy. Like in uh, what's that, Michael Keaton? Multiplicity.
0: Really <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking guy who wants to eat dolphins, and turns alien covenant turns around to aliens, an like alien pizza. one, and says like, "She touched my Pepe, Steve." <laughs> Alien Covenant. She touched my Pepe Steve. That should be the tagline for this movie.
0: Yeah, uh, this movie's fucking terrible. Oh, it's it just so ruins.
1: Dumb. It ruins all the other movies. I was so mad when I saw this movie. I was mad. I was mad when it was done. Yeah, it really fucks with your. You think Michael Bay fucks with your childhood? He can't because it's two different forms, right? right. Like it's a live action versus cartoon. So he didn't go back and like fuck up my cartoon, right? right. Now imagine if Michael Bay went back and fucked up your cartoon. That's what Alien Covenant did for aliens, for the for the next two movies. It's so fucking stupid. It's horrible. The movie is just retarded.
0: It's like what it's, if <laughs> it's like what if uh, you know James Cameron made a turn. It's literally
1: what if your toaster went bad?
0: <laughs> no, it's like what? that's what Alien Covenant is. <laughs> what? Well, because it, the fucking
1: because David is the one that ruins everything, and and he in creates every, the
0: alien. Listen, in every alien movie. You have to watch out for that android. They always fuck up somehow. They always well, fuck this up. Well, this Android fucked up worse.
1: everyone. Yeah. He, he made a planet killer.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. So
1: congratulations, Ridley Scott, for fucking your own movies up. <laughs> like you thought George like be, if before the before their prequels, you thought George Lucas fucked up his movies by making Han Han shoot first, right? And Ridley Scott comes along and is like, hold my beer. I'm going to fuck it up (laughs) even worse.
0: I'm going to make all kinds of shit up. Now you have Cameron coming out like, I'm going to make a prequel to Terminator. And and what it's going to be is... uh, you know, it's gonna be like a Mountain Dew vending machine that goes bad. <laughs> no, I just liked your whole toaster idea. Like they they, it's they a make out of, of a toaster. It's a toaster from
1: Ghost <laughs> Ghostbusters too. <laughs> <laughs> it's that toaster.
0: And then it just like just Ray, Ray never there. cleaned that
1: shit out. Ray never cleaned that shit out. Remember, he was sleeping with the toaster. Oh yeah. Well, he he stopped sleeping with the toaster, and this is what happens.
0: <laughs> Those angry New Yorkers start. Yeah. The
1: toaster, toasters. the toaster becomes. <laughs> yeah, the toaster becomes Skynet because a Ray doesn't fuck the toaster anymore. <laughs> 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 Fucking Ray. Oh
0: God. All Ray right. stands
1: is rep- responsible for <laughs> Judgment Day.
0: <laughs> So this leads us, now we're getting into the big categories. We're getting into the uh, Best uh, Actor and Worst Actor category.
1: Well, we still got Mr. Magoo.
0: Oh, the Mr. Magoo Award. Gosh, I forgot about that because uh, we made that up last year. This is a year. fun
1: award. Who's, yeah, this is a fun award. Who got it last year? It was Zack Snyder, right?
0: Uh, the writers. It was Zack Snyder the writers? and the yeah. other two idiots. Yeah, yeah. yeah the other two um, idiots. Just- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of those idiots is writing the next Star Wars, by the way. Yeah, he's not too happy about that. He's gonna get fired. He <laughs> who put midichlorians in the script, we said no. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm gonna, I'm exist. gonna fix it. I'm gonna fix it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna call it midichlorians. I'm, gonna I'm call bringing it. Fuck sticks. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> <Glow sticks. laughs> I'm taking it back. Uh, yeah.
1: All right. Uh, so this year's Mr. Magoo. We got a couple of 2018. Words. Yeah. Uh, the Mr. Ragu for 2018 award goes to all of Warner Brothers.
0: <laughs> God.
1: <laughs> Only a fuck up of this magnitude like is beholden to a studio. You can't fuck up this much and not blame the studio. Yeah. There is so much wrong here from the studio from the very beginning. Um, I don't even know where to begin other than just saying, fuck you. For ruining Batman, Superman, and well, not Wonder Woman, but <laughs>
0: well, almost. Fuck you the for ruining act. those characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: What were you thinking? So, the, I mean, the Mister Hugo Award goes to somebody like who has uh, no force director. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just completely blind. Completely. In blind. Warner Brothers, you were com- completely blind in hiring Zack Snyder to run, not only direct a movie like Superman. One of the darkest comic book, like the guy's best movie, is a fucking zombie movie, and you hire him to do Superman. I mean, fuck.
0: What do you think? should have got like happen. Wes Craven. Yeah, <laughs> like, and he's zombie dead. Superman. Yeah, and he's dead. <laughs> could have hired a, a, a dead director. Would have done better.
1: Would have done better.
0: Yeah. At least
1: there wasn't. At least there, you could have an excuse like. Well, the guy's dead. Like You didn't even think he was going to make that good of a movie. He's dead. right? You can't <laughs> say the same thing for Zack Snyder. So the, the Mr. Magoo Award definitely goes to Warner Brothers. There's a rumor that they're rebooting everything after Flashpoint. Fuck. I, I bet you they fuck up Flashpoint anyway. Yeah, um, who cares but,
0: at this point? I don't even care. No. Give me another Wonder Woman so, movie. Give me give me her fighting Cheetah. Give me her yeah, fighting Let Christian Patty
1: Re- Jenkins direct 100% of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so that moves us to a new category. I think depending on um, you know, what movies play out that year, but this year we created a new award, um, and we call it the Sunset Award.
0: Yes. Um, this
1: goes to a movie that we've been waiting for since the first X-Men movie. Since um,
0: 2000.
1: Yeah, so we've waited almost 20 years for this movie to come out, and it finally... Finally, all those times we joked about Hugh Jackman saying, like, this is the Wolverine you finally get to see. And then it's like, that's not the Wolverine I wanted to see. That's not even close. <laughs> I don't want to see like really bad CG in some old people's bathroom of you cutting their fucking sink. I don't want to see that. Um, so, anyway, so that gives it away. So the Sunset Award goes to Logan. Yes, this movie was fucking amazing. From this does not suffer from a bad third act. In no. fact, the third act just killed you. Yes, if anything,
0: it's it's incredible. This was the swan song. This is why we called it the sunset award because he rides off in the sunset. It's Logan's for you know last appearance. I I, I believe. <laughs> I or don't know. Hugh Listen. Jackman. Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman I mean. Yeah. Um, I'd be very surprised if he popped up in any of the Avenger movies, but. Uh, you never know, but uh, it, this was a great send off for that character and a great send off for Hugh Jackman. He played that character for many years. Just I can't picture anybody else in that role, no matter what. Um, you know, they've in the beginning, people said he was too tall or he didn't look the part, all this stuff. It's like fuck that man. The the guy was Wolverine, and it's going to be really hard to replace replace him.
1: It's really sad that they wasted him on two movies. I mean. The Wolverine was pretty good. X Men Origins was shit.
0: Just bullshit. It was yeah.
1: It was like Brett Ratner directed that movie on crack. That's how bad that movie was. Yeah. Um, terrible. But th- the polar opposite of, is Logan. I would say Logan is probably my number one or number two favorite X Men movie. Yeah. Um, of all time.
0: Yeah, I have to agree.
1: Um, X Men X Men Two. And Days of Future Past are, are really good X Men movies, but this one just, this one was just great. I yeah. just love this it's movie just, so well, much.
0: It transcended the comic book movie. That's that's right. the one thing that that will always make it better. Is if it just kind of it's all. I mean, when I talk about the movie, I don't talk about it as a comic book movie. I just talk about it as a really fucking good, you know, yeah.
1: movie. <clears throat>
0: Our right. favorite comic book movies are
1: when they transcend that. That's right. Like Civil War, not Civil War. Sorry, uh, Winter
0: Soldier, Winter Soldier, Transums, Dark Knight. Kong. You know, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So we are now so we're, in the thick of yeah, things. Yeah, we're coming down to the yeah,
1: we're coming down to the end. So these are the so these are the normal I would get consider quote unquote
0: normal categories that we have. <laughs> yeah, actually, the rest of them are all the 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 norm. Well, except for we added worst. Uh, so uh, we're like a combination of the Oscars slash Razzies almost. Uh, but we 're the chewies we're we're unique so we're going go we're going to start with best actor uh, so we'll go through the categories uh fairly quickly and talk a little bit about it, and then we 'll give the award out so uh, the first on the list I have Hugh Jackman we just talked about him and Logan uh, number two uh, Andy Serkis. you know this guy you know what can you say i mean he's done so many awesome performances, but generally it's not you know, in his face, he's playing a character and he's hidden behind CG or makeup or, you know, and, and, but it's still, their performances are incredible. Um, Ryan Gosling for blade runner 2049. I thought he gave a really good performance. Um, you know, he was supposed to be a, you know, an Android through the whole thing. I think he played it beautifully. Uh, Tom Holland, he's, he's fucking Spider-Man. He's Peter Parker. Uh, been waiting for this character for a long, long time. Um and he's young, so he can play the part for a while. And but but he did he's very believable and I love the accent, you know, the Brooklyn accent and all that. Um Queens. Oh Queens accent, right. Brooklyn is uh Captain America. Um who sounds white as shit. Doesn't sound like he's from Brooklyn. <laughs> um and then Anthony Gonzalez, uh, we chose him because he did such a wonderful job uh voicing in Coco or what was his name? Ah, oh, damn it. Uh, the name in the movie, what, what name did he play? Ah, that's the main character, but I can't, I not the, the name escapes me, but, uh, but he, his performance in Coco was, was, uh, was great. Um, anything you want to add to any of those performances?
1: Um, let's see, probably, I mean, I, I can't, say enough about how great Hugh Jackman was and Logan just mm-hmm. did that um, you know Tom Holland I thought was I thought we. I, I still like the Tobey Maguire first two movies mm-hmm. um, but there's something about Holland's performance that actually is the way that I kind of pictured reading it growing up yeah. when I read a comic book I didn't picture the way Tobey Maguire spoke as Spider-Man um, he
0: cries a lot
1: yeah it definitely does <laughs> um uh but i i always picture somebody like tom holland the way his performance is yeah so um anyway so you want to announce the uh winner yeah for so best the actor? winner
0: for best actor this was tough uh but we're gonna give it to andy circus because he did a trilogy of movies that are are kind of underrated and but they're all fantastic in their own way uh it crescendoed into a a really a beautiful ending uh, to that trilogy, and it's all because of his performance. He is so believable as a freaking ape, a CGI ape, which it shouldn't be. I mean, you, you look at some of these other movies like like um, you know, like Beauty and the Beast, for instance, where it's like, why can't that CG look? Why does this performance look like shit? And it's because Andy Circus wasn't the beast, <laughs> so <We're> right. <laughs> uh, he he he's he's incredible. So definitely, we're giving it to him. Which it's long
1: overdue. It's
0: so so long overdue, long overdue. and they, they really that need this to guy. Add
1: that category. This guy doesn't get any credit though. all the way back to Gollum.
0: Yeah. Um. Oh, you know, Gollum. but, so but amazing.
1: God, like Caesar transcends Gollum. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so like you forget <laughs> there's scenes in War. And even in Rise, where I'm like crying, and there's nothing that it's a fucking fake ape. Right. I'm like crying because he's the performance, and it's motion capture, so it's not like he's just sitting in a studio voicing it over. They motion capture his face. Right. You know, they they add the fur and the and the and the ape features, so it's not the same thing. Um, so yeah, he definitely deserved this award. Uh, I'm. If you haven't watched the trilogy, you have to watch it. It's amazing, and and like BJ said, it is so underrated. This trilogy, it's so underrated.
0: And and after you watch it, go watch any of the behind the scenes, and you'll you'll see exactly what we mean. Because they'll do like a a thing where it shows all the dots on his face, and he starts talking, then it will meld into what he looks like as an ape. And right. It's just. It's it, it's fucking incredible. The technology is incredible. Like he also played um, Snoke in the latest Star Wars movie. Right. And and, yeah. the, and the work there was incredible, too. I didn't even, you couldn't even know that was that was him. Just the, the voice right. and the performance was amazing. Um, all right. Well, that all right, so that leads, leads us, us to, to
1: worst, worst actor. <laughs> um, this
0: was not hard to put together this list. <laughs> it no, it, it wasn't hard.
1: It was hard to pick a winner. Um, so the nominees are Ben Affleck for Batman and Justice League and Bruce Wayne, Matthew McConaughey for Dark Tower, Vin Diesel for Fate and the Furious, Dane DeHaan for Valerian, and Mark Mark Wahlberg for Transformers: The Last Night.
0: Yeah, you're right. This, um, this is a tough. This is probably the toughest category we have.
1: One of the tougher categories that we had to vote on. Yeah. Um, um, but eventually, eventually, we came to an agreement. And it it has to, on the scale of the type of movie, and everything writing on this movie, it, it was Ben Affleck for Justice League, and oh, here's yeah. why. Yeah, I kind of liked him in Batman v Superman. There was a distinction between the way he, the way that he spoke as Bruce and the way that he spoke as Batman. But for some reason, in this movie, he never stops doing the Batman voice. <laughs> Listen right? to him when he's talking about the Aquaman in front of the town hall in the town hall meeting. That's fucking Batman talking. That's not Bruce Wayne. <laughs> can't
0: it have, he can't. He just doesn't
1: just fucking forgot the suit.
0: <laughs> they're like they're like uh Ben, uh, you don't have the suit on right now. Why are you talking about yeah. like that?
1: <laughs> so uh, so it was
0: by far
1: by far, the, this one made the most sense to give it to Ben Affleck
0: Yeah, in a boot, in a movie this big. You know, yeah. in a movie this big, because all the other all the other actors in this category are terrible, but but the I don't know. There's more writing on Justice League, I think. than yeah, anything there was.
1: Else. All right, so that leads us to best actress. Um, this one, this one was tough to to, to try and figure out, but a knee jerk reaction we got right. So anyway, let me go through the nominees. There's Sally Hawkins for Shape of Water. Gal Gadot for Wonder Woman. Anne Hathaway for Colossal. Uh Tarish B. Henson for Hidden Figures. And uh Sophia Lillis for It.
0: This is a good um, this is a really good uh rundown of, of people. I mean, Gal Gadot is is now, to me she's Wonder Woman. There there's nobody else that could play that part. Um she's just so goddamn charming and uh and and strong and you know and vulnerable at the same time, which I don't know how you do that, but she does it. And uh, she's just, I mean, just incredible in that role. Um, the the also very underrated is Colossal. Um, and I'm not a, really a huge Anne Hathaway fan, but I really liked her in this movie. Yeah. Um, I liked everybody in this movie, but it is very underrated. Not a lot of people remember it or talk about it. It just kind of came and went. It's an independent film. But it's yeah. fucking great. It's original. Very original.
1: Right. And, a little, and the only mention of the movie that we have here, um, even all of last year, is Hidden Figures. Um, yeah. This movie was great. Um, yes. I, I, and and she really stood out in this movie. The movie was really phenomenal. So if you haven't seen Hidden Figure, I think it's a – is
0: it a Disney movie? I don't Hidden know. Figures? I mean I wouldn't be surprised, um, but – but the actress herself she is in so many things that I absolutely I've loved her in just about everything I've seen her in. She's just right. very very well-rounded actress. Um so anyway as we were talking about this we were we were we were
1: thinking we it was going to be tough even Sophia Lillis in in it like as her at her age and for what she had to do in that movie. I thought she did a really great job. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Um
1: but one performance really stood out. And like I said, we figured it out just by who's the best actress. No yeah. thinking, just say it. And by far it was Sally Hawkins for the shape of water. God damn. Um, she's
0: so fucking good, man.
1: Yeah. Uh, the way the subtleties in her act acting in this movie, um, her, her relationship with, um, with basically Doug Jones in this movie. It's so gorgeous. It's beautiful. If you haven't seen The Shape of Water, go out and see it. Or uh, actually, it's I, out on I, I Blu-ray think, soon too, I, right? I
0: think. Yeah, I think you can go to uh, iTunes now and watch it, or or at least it's going to be out it's soon. It's such but.
1: a great movie. It's 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 by far my favorite Guillermo del Toro movies, and that includes the Hellboy movies.
0: Yeah, yeah, and her performance is amazing. There, it's very it's rare when you I've seen her in other things. But it's but it's rare when you see somebody in something, you're like, okay cool. And then they come into this other role and they're this completely different person. It's it's fucking crazy because I've seen her before in other things. And when I'm watching this movie, I don't see Sally Hawkins. I see this person, this character she's created because it's so fucking real. And her performance is just it's incredible. And all the supporting people around her are amazing. Um, But, yeah, she definitely deserves uh, to win that one for sure. Um, And now that brings us to the Worst Actress Award. Uh, This was a difficult to put together. Um, We have – so we have Scarlett Johansson, Ghost in the Shell. We have um, Annabelle Wallace, The Mummy. Now, was she – she was The Mummy, right? Right. Okay. Um, Charlize Theron for Atomic Blonde. I I watched that movie. Wasn't great. There was just something about it that was – uh, I just saw Red Sparrow the other day, and I thought if they combined those two movies, it would have been a really like a, a good movie. Because Atomic Blonde is like the whole beginning part is very slow burn, and then she does some fighting at the end that kicks ass. But it's way too late in the film to even care about it. And in Red Sparrow, it's just kind of like this espionage movie with you know. A lot of sex and you know and all this stuff. And if they combine the two, I think it was Mark Bernardin that said that. If they combine those two movies, you got a good movie. Um, so, yeah, Tom McBlane wasn't so, great. Carol Delevingne so for Valerian. F- oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. You're right. So, Cara Delevingne for Valerian. That's a no- two-time nominee too, right? Yeah, yeah. She uh, was on our list for Suicide Squad last year for The Enchantress. And then we have Ruby Rose on John Wick Two, which I felt was the only thing that wasn't great about John Wick Two. Otherwise, I really liked John Wick Two. I just didn't like her character. Um, and then the way she goes out was kind of fucked up. But it's—I think she played like a mute or something like that. So something like it that. Was, yeah. But was not right. like Hallie, was not like Sally Hawkins mute. <laughs> no, uh, not as good. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's a yin and yang to these categories. I mean,
0: exactly, you know, exactly. Uh, so the winner uh, of, of the worst actress for 2018, the Chewy, goes to Cara Delevingne. Uh, so she's like the Tom Hanks. Did she of win Chewy. last year? She's the Tom Hanks of uh, Chewy Awards. The worst category, though. Yeah, I believe she did. (laughs) She's the one last year. Yeah, she's the the Jim Carrey of Chewy Awards. Didn't Jim Carrey win like two years in a row, Golden Globes or something? Yeah, I believe so. So, all right. So, that's we just did the the best actor and worst actor, best actress and worst actress. Now we're going to get to director and then we're going to finish this bitch off with our best and worst movie category. Um, Well, we'll do worst movie first and then end it on the best, okay? So um, I'll do the best director. You got the worst director. And the worst movie. Yes. Uh, Let's do it. So the uh, best director. We've got, um, in our category, we have Nacho Vigalando for Colossal. We have Delos Villeneuve for Blade Runner 2049. We've got Guillermo del Toro for Shape of Water We've got Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk. we got James Mangold for Logan. Now, pound for pound, every single one of those movies are fucking great. Um, some better than others, of course. Uh, but the one, I mean, we we narrowed it down to two, and then I think, just like you said before, where we're like, well, which two is it going to be? Don't think about it. We both said the same thing. And that would be Guillermo del Toro, The Shape of Water. So, the. He's just visually just – this man is a genius. Um, what did you think of like you, – you've seen Pan, Pan's Labyrinth before, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, this you- was even better because he, he, he's building this world in the real world. Like in, in Pan's Labyrinth, he, she, they go off into her imagination, right? Right. It's still beautiful. Um, but there's just the scene where they're first together in the bathtub – you know, um, even the scene towards the end. Anytime they're in water, or that one scene where they're uh, sitting down having what dinner or something.
0: Yeah, they,
1: all those scenes are just gorgeous, and they just come out of nowhere. And they're not over the top. They they tell the story and build this relationship subconsciously. You're building this relationship between the two, um, and how strong it is. And it, it's just a, a gorgeous way of storytelling. Yeah, you're, you're not telling. You're not flat out having to say like. You know, Anakin on a balcony to to Padme saying, "Like I love you so much." You know, it's, <laughs> he, he doesn't have to do that. It, he's showing you in different ways,
0: right? So, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah it, this just, was this was by far the the best looking movie I've seen. Just uh, great think, direction,
0: yeah, just great direction. Uh, so, what do we got in the worst category? All
1: right, so we got the worst director award. Um, this was actually pretty easy to figure out. Yeah, um, who we were going to nominate. So let's go through the nominations. It's, it's Michael Bay for Transformers last night, Zack Snyder for Justice League, um, Alex Kurtzman for The Mummy, Rupert Sanders for Ghost in the Shell. I don't even know how to say this guy's name. Walk, There's walk, two people,
0: two, two people
1: directed. The yeah. two directors for Pirates of the Caribbean, Espen Sandberg and Joachim, Joachim. Ronning. Ron, yeah. Ronning. Um, so um, right what? off the bat, I believe we, we had Zack Snyder on here and we gave him a pass for the one that was in the theater. Right. But there's no fucking way. If you release the Zack Snyder version that I'm going to say, let's nominate it for best picture.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause I
1: know what this guy can do and I already know his version sucks too. Yep. So we're not nominating Zack Snyder on. The Justice League that you saw in theaters. No. We're actually nominating him on the movie we still haven't seen yet. Right. That's how <laughs> confident we are that he sucks,
0: or <laughs> the movie sucks. Yeah. yeah. So who so, won? Who wins worst director?
1: So our our worst director. F- w- w- there was no Transformers movie last year. So. Michael Bay can also be the Cara Delevingne divorce director as well. <laughs> so, like if he makes another movie next year, I'm pretty sure he could win next year too. <laughs> so Michael Bay wins it for Transformer last night. This movie is fucking terrible.
0: Yeah, it's so terrible this that terrible. I have not gotten past the first 10 minutes. I've tried like three times. So
1: right. So I'll probably never so see it. We'll We'll go into the worst movie now. And this, again, this was – Pretty easy to figure out the worst movie. Um, so, worst movie nominations are Ghost in the Shell, The Mummy, The Dark Tower, Transformers Last Night, and Justice League. So, we've talked about all of these movies. We haven't talked too much about the Dark Tower because that's how fucking bad it's, it is. It's
0: bad. It's like Warcraft bad almost. It's pretty bad.
1: It's not as bad as Warcraft. No, Warcraft is one of those bad. gems where, like, Warcraft, I feel like I would actually go back and see just to see how fucking stupid it is.
0: <laughs> Do a commentary track, rip yeah, tracks or yeah. something. Yeah,
1: yeah, it would be like one of those movies where it's like, I know this is shit, and I'm just going to watch it. Like It'll be like my new <laughs> Batman and Robin.
0: <laughs> I have not seen that movie. I've not seen Warcraft since we, we watched it yeah, me neither. two years ago. I right? don't
1: think I've been stoned enough to go back well, and see it. Hasn't, like it hasn't forward. popped
0: up anywhere. I just don't see yeah. it anywhere.
1: I don't think I don't think Blizzard wants it to exist. No. <laughs> so alright. So anyway, as bad as the Dark Tower is does not win Worst Movie of the Year. No. That lovely award goes to Transformers The Last Night.
0: Yay. So he won Worst Director and Worst Movie. Good job.
1: Good job. You suck all around. Yep. Congratulations. And he lost the franchise. Congratulations. You ruined the cartoons. Right. You're so bad you were able to ruin a cartoon.
0: The trifecta. It's the trifecta. It's, well, goodbye. Don't let the door itch your ass on the way out. Yeah, Um, let's
1: have it explode on the way out (laughs) and in in five sunsets (laughs) with a 360 shot.
0: (laughs) His ass exploding. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, that leads us to the last uh, category of the night uh, from this wonderful award show called The Chewies. Best award show ever. We're going we're gonna to look at the best movie category. We have War for the Planet of the Apes. We have Colossal. We have Logan. We have The Shape of Water. And we have Blade Runner 2049. So this was a little tough because there's – every single one of, the, of these movies are strong. I think three of them are very, very strong. Um, and, and any one of those three could win. Uh, but again, we had to look at at everything, all the aspects, and the movie that clearly stands out is uh, is The Shape of Water, um, which we talked incessantly about. But this movie, it, it just it, you have to watch it to 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 really understand, or just to really like look at pure cinema, because this guy just understands uh, human emotion. He understands um, just I mean, his shots are just gorgeous. I mean, the set design, the cinematography, the, the score, the music, um, and then he, and he makes it into a creature film of all things. It's like a mute and, and, and a creature, both of them cannot speak, but they communicate in a way that everybody understands or or you can understand exactly Wally, but, but with humans, (laughs) right, right. And it's just fucking, I mean, and Michael Shannon is great as the, as the villain, you know, he's yeah. fucking great. Um, completely erased Zod odd from my memory. Thank God. And, uh, everybody else, uh, I think her, the person who plays her neighbor, he's in a lot of shit. I can't remember his name escapes. He was me. the dad and stepdads. Yes. Yes. he is, he is, uh, he's great. Um, the no, stepfather, yeah. stepbrothers, he was the dad and stepbrothers, Stepbrothers. Yeah. um, he is freaking so, great. So this was basically
1: it, for both of us it came down to two movies. It was it was Logan and this. Yes. And we kind of debated for a while. I mean, I was I, I thought it was going to be Logan, but as I kept looking at the two movies, even though I I love Mo, Logan and and I've been waiting for that movie for for a long time. It's still kind of like a last hurrah for a hero type movie and we've seen that before yes you know we've seen like the hero going out you could even say like oh, like once you watch all of star wars you can say you know a new hope is the last hero going out like for obi-wan kenobi right like after you've experienced the prequels and the clone wars and all that stuff even rebels but um but you've kind of seen that story like shane is kind of like that yeah um which is ironic that you see the movie shane in 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 logan but uh but yeah, so we've kind of seen it, just not served up as mutants, right? Um, so that that was the, that was the difference for me was that I've never seen anything like Shape of Water. I've never seen anything like this. It's a, it's a fucking love movie. It's a love story. It's a romantic love story. Between a human and a fucking creature from the Black Lagoon-looking thing, and you're all for it. You're like, yes. It's like you shouldn't be rooting for it because, like, obviously they're because of ideology. <laughs> yeah, right. You, you shouldn't be. It's like it's like rooting for Jon Snow and and. And Daenerys, like they that you shouldn't be rooting for that. They're fucking brother and sister. <laughs> don't do that. Stop or,
0: or aunt and whatever they nephew, are. I don't know whatever. what they are, but they're fucking related. <laughs> yeah,
1: we should not be rooting for that, but we are because it's it's beautiful.
0: So <laughs> yeah, it's it's so yes, yeah, so that's it's 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 amazing. Me that's why it's an amazing love story. It's 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 a gut punch. It's uh, it's everything about this movie is it's incredible. I mean, last year we talked incessantly about. Arrival. Yeah, th- This is the, this is kind of like that movie where it's like came out of left field. Didn't know I wanted to see it. Saw the trailer went, Holy shit. That looks interesting. Saw the yeah. RT ratings went, okay, I got to see this fucking movie. And then walked out of there like going, what the hell did I just watch? That was incredible. You know? Right. And, um, and I just can't wait to see more from this guy. I just wish, I just want him to do more intimate shit like this. Stay away from the big budget shit. And just keep doing this stuff. Because, you know, it's a travesty. They pulled Hellboy away from him. I I wanted to see that third Hellboy, but we're going to see it from somebody else. But um, fuck it. I don't care anymore. You need to just keep doing these type of movies because they're just – they're incredible.
1: He's so good. Um, Yeah, there's not much more we could say about this movie. For the second year in a row, we give it to a movie that we really weren't anticipating. I mean, we knew about it. We knew that it was coming. But it was just one of those things where we're like, "All right, I'll, I'll go see it eventually." And then we saw it, and I was like, "We can't not, we can't not <laughs> talk about this or have this have this as best movie." And that's where Arrival was too. Um, I, I didn't know about it. Saw the trail. I'm like, "This movie looks really good." And then I, and then I saw it and was completely blown away by that movie. Yeah,
0: that um, and The Shape of Water. I think we saw it. What way after it came out? So we didn't really give it a. Um, we didn't really sit down and give it a, a review you know, like a long hour long review or anything, but right. it's, it, I almost feel like it's kind of better that way. Just go watch, go watch the thing. I don't think we really spoiled it. So, um, just go watch it. If you haven't, it's, it's fucking phenomenal. I would not be surprised if that's winning the Oscar right about now. And because the Oscars are on, I hear it's already kind of won some awards. Um, I would not be surprised if it, uh, if it won best Oscar, I think mean, it deserves it. um, so that is uh, that's it, man. Uh, we got through all the categories of the Chewies, and uh, you know we look forward to. There, there's a lot of movies coming out this year that are definitely going to make the grade uh, on best or worst. I, I'm I'm sure, and uh, we might have some new categories or take away some old ones. I'm, I'm pretty sure of, which makes it more interesting and more fun for us and for you guys. So, um, yeah. So anything else you want to add?
1: Now that's it. Let's uh,
0: <laughs> let's wrap this shit up. So, uh, there there, <laughs> there is <laughs> there is some cool stuff coming on the horizon as it gets closer. We'll talk more about it when things get locked in. But for now, uh, that was the 2018 second annual Chewy Awards. Uh, let's chew on this episode 124. I'm BJ. Peck. Until next time, folks. Chew on that. Later.